Welcome to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a safe place for healing conversations that educate and empower you to prioritize your dreams, revolutionize your family, and personalize your faith. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Hanks, a psychotherapist and coach offering online courses and programs to help women all over the world heal themselves and their relationships. Join me here every week as I coach a listener through a specific challenge and empower them with tools to find healing. I am so excited to welcome Jody to the podcast today. Welcome, Jody. Thank you. What is your question for me today? Well, my question is, is how much I should help an adult child that suffers from some mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. I'm stuck on being helpful to them and enabling them. Mm. And I've talked to some other people kind of in my same situation and I feel like everyone's kind of struggling to find resources for help. Yeah. So I just don't know what to do. Yeah, that's a tough one. So give me some more. Are you comfortable giving more specifics? She's 20 and has had depression and anxiety all through her teen years. Mm -hmm. Did pretty good managing it. We didn't have to medicate or anything. We just did other methods. She moved out to go to school and unfortunately had a really traumatic experience. Mm. And after that trauma, it just made everything a lot harder. And for the next year or so, she kind of just continually went spiraling down and um, she wasn't living at home. So it was hard to try to get her help. And, and, you know, she started therapy and stuff, but it just wasn't, wasn't enough. Um, It came to a head. She tried to take her life. Mm. And luckily she's good. She's here and she moved home after Mm -hmm. that instance. And which is a really great thing. She's home, she's closer, and we've been able to get her some great therapy and some medical treatments and stuff that she's still continuing. And anyway, she's doing so much better now. Mm. My struggle just comes from being an enabler in the past with other relationships. Okay. I don't want to do too much because I think it's really important for her to find her independence, but also I'm nervous to not do enough because I know where it can lead. Okay. So what specifically are you talking about? Like what kinds of help are you struggling? Like, should I do this? Should I not do this? How should I? Okay. So, so what, what does that look like? I am a hundred percent. I told her, you know, as far as financially goes, paying for therapy, paying for the treatment she's getting all of that. Like as long as I'm financially able to, I want to do that. Yeah. Our kids, we have six kids, so there's mm-hmm. a lot of them. And it's always been known that for college and schooling, it's kind of up to you. You can work hard to get scholarships, but you got to pay for it. They pay their own car insurance, their own phone bills, stuff like that. They can stay mm-hmm. on our plan, but they need to be responsible for that. Yeah. Um, rent, living, all of that stuff, I guess, is where my big question is. Okay. Medically, I'm willing to pay for that, but I don't, I get, I struggle because I feel like I see the potential in her. Like I know she's very capable of doing these things. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I also know she does have a pretty serious mental illness that she's working through and may not be capable. I don't know. So what responsibilities does she have currently? So um, she has a rent payment Mm -hmm. and 
car insurance and a phone bill and living like her groceries and stuff like that. It's, Mm -hmm. it's pretty minimal. She's lucky. She actually moved in to her older sister's basement. So that Mm -hmm. has kind of worked out good, but I think her older sister kind of has the same concerns I do too. Okay. Like, should she expect more or (sighs) she just, yeah, she's like, cause she's let her live there for free for about six months now. Okay. But now she's charging rent. And now she's charging rent, but also the daughter struggling did just get a full-time job Mm -hmm. about three weeks ago, which is like a huge step for her, like Mm -hmm. for her to even go interview or apply. She really mentally and physically couldn't. I mean, it Mm. was, so she's come so far. She's doing really, really good. Wonderful. So yeah, I I feel better about things now that she's actually gotten a job and stuff, but in that time frame, and I, I feel like this won't be the last of it. I think it's something she's going to struggle with her whole life. And I guess I just struggle with knowing when to step back and knowing when to still help. Yeah. Well, where are you right now? Where am I right now? Yeah. With that process. With that. Mm-hmm. I, I think I've learned a lot of how to step back and be more supportive and less controlling. Yes. I know that I struggle with that. But especially I think as your kids become adults, it's hard. Yeah. So I feel like I'm doing better. I'm really working on that. And I'm trying to just be really more positive and show her, you know, when I notice that she's doing better, she's doing good instead of like pointing out, well, maybe you should do this. Maybe you should do that. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Number one rule of parenting adults is assuming she's functioning well. Mm Mm-hmm to not give unsolicited advice. I am learning that. Yeah. Number one rule. Okay. Even for all your kids that are adults. Yeah. No input, no opinions, no, have you thought about it this way? Have you? (laughs) Because unless they're open to hearing it, it's just, they're not going to hear it and it'll impact the relationship negatively. Okay. So back off that way. Assuming, I mean, if, if, you know, if she's not well and not functioning, then you kind of have to step in a little bit more and say, oh, look, I'm taking you to the doctor or we're going to the hospital or what, mm-hmm. whatever. But when she's doing well, you kind of let her run her life. Um, so what are you, what are you worried about right now? Um, I guess two things. One thing is I worry about if I do help her mainly financially mm-hmm. and other things in ways that, you know, we've told all our kids we're not going to, is like, it wh- like what, like what, like maybe she wants to go back to school okay. and right now couldn't financially without some help, you yeah. know, and she's extremely intelligent and she's setting some goals, which I think is so helpful in yeah. her recovery. So it's hard for me to say, well, that's a bummer. You can't, afford that, but that's a great idea. Yeah. Or do I help her financially, even though I've said to all the kids, that's not something I can, can, or will help with. Yeah. Well, there are some other options like she can take out a student loan, right? You know, where it's not you paying for it. It's, and it's a a way for her to get it and be responsible. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I what guess I just need You're to like, be okay oh. with that. I, for <laughs> me, it's I'm totally against how I feel too, you know, mm-hmm. taking out a loan for it. But yeah, I mean, I guess she can. 
So in education, you can look at it as an investment, right? Like you get a car loan or a mortgage, you know, it, mm-hmm. there are certain things that it's not the same as consumer debt. Yeah. So, I mean, that's an option. And the second thing I guess I worry about is if I don't do those things and she spirals down again, am I going to feel guilty? Am I going to feel like I should have done more? I should have done things different. Jody, you're not in control of this. Yeah. And just what you're saying makes it sound like, oh, if I do the X, Y, and Z, I'm going to prevent a spiral. And that's not true. You are not controlling this. And that's hard as a parent when you have a kid who's in pain, you know. Mm -hmm. But this is not about you doing the right things or enough or not enough. Okay. Yeah, that's hard, but good to hear. Yeah. And in what ways is it good to hear? It's kind of relieving because I guess, I mean, logically, I know that, but to hear somebody else say it to me, I guess. Yeah. You know, in ways I wish I could be in control. Yeah. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah. But I think if it's going to happen, I don't, I think it would happen regardless. Right. And if you kind of, if you challenge that belief that if I do the right things, I can prevent a spiral and recognize, oh, that's actually not a true thought, right? Like, yeah, I'm not in control, right? I'm in control of how, how I respond to her, how willing I am to help when she needs it. Mm -hmm. You know, those are things you can control. Yeah. You can also control taking care of yourself. So how's that going? (laughs) I've realized that it's necessary, you know, six kids and you get to this point in life and I'm realizing, gall, I probably, I probably could have helped them better if I would have helped myself because I just, I didn't know how much anxiety I had. Mm. One of the first therapy sessions she went to a couple years ago, she sent me this list of things the therapist gave her. Mm -hmm. to see if she did these things. And I was like, oh, I thought everybody counted stairs. I thought everybody had to do these things in their brain. You know, like I thought everybody's thoughts worked this way and learning that they don't. Mm. I haven't gone to therapy though. I just keep telling myself I'm too busy. How come? I, I'm not really sure. I, you're too busy. Yeah. Like, feel like one more thing to squeeze in. I almost feel selfish. What you, tell me what you're doing. I run a business and then I have three kids still at home and three mm-hmm. adult kids. Okay. And my husband, I just feel like I'm constantly going in like six different directions. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. But how do you want your kids to grow up? What? How do you want them to treat themselves when they're an adult? Oh, I... I want them to be so kind to themselves and love themselves. Okay. So it's time. Yeah. Because if they don't see it modeled, it's going to be a lot harder for them to do it. True. So there is always time. It might mean disappointing someone. Mm -hmm. It might mean, you know, not doing all the things you feel like you should do or need to do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But think about what am I modeling for my kids? If you want your daughter to take care of herself, yeah, she's going to learn it. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I've said that and I've said that pertaining so many other things, but yeah. And it might be your anxiety is taking up so much energy and time mm-hmm. in your brain mm-hmm. that if you could get a handle on that, that you'd have a lot of energy freed up to take better care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's a hundred percent true. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you have a full life. So I, I don't mean to say like, oh, you have all this extra time. You're just laying yeah, around, no. you know, I'm not saying that. And I know that we always do the things that we prioritize, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So what are you prioritizing over your mental health? Pretty much everything. Like what? Work. Okay. And family. Okay. So your family and your work. What if you made things wait? What if you made people wait a little bit longer? Mm-hmm. Are you doing too much for your kids? Um, I think I'm balancing that. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. I feel like they could definitely do more in some areas, but I feel like I'm okay with that. Okay. I feel like maybe my brain does too much for my kids. Mm. I spend so much time worrying and wondering and, Mm -hmm. you know, playing out scenarios. That's anxiety. That's anxiety. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, but I don't, I'm definitely not like too busy that I can go to therapy once a week. You know, yeah. I definitely have that time. I just haven't made it. Yep. And I really want to encourage you to make an appointment okay. because I think the quality of your life and just everything about your life will improve when you get your anxiety treated. Yeah. And you, you know, what if, what if you could live and not be burdened with worry? <laughs> yeah. What if, what if your thoughts weren't just running through your head all the time about, oh my gosh, how's this kid doing? And what are they doing here? And uh, what if you could like enjoy your life more? I don't know. To be honest, I never thought that that wasn't normal. Right. It's not normal. That's exhausting. I mean, it's common. Like a lot of people have anxiety. I don't mean to say like, oh, it's not normal, but it's, it sounds like anxiety to me and I can't diagnose you because I'm coaching you here, but yes, but it sounds like anxiety. Mm -hmm. And it, I think it's time to get it treated and you will be modeling for your family how to prioritize self-care and that it's okay to get help for mental health problems. And I do want them all to know that. And they're going to know that. They're going to feel it because they're going to see you taking better care of yourself. You're right. <laughs> okay. Can I have a commitment yes. that you're, you're going to find somebody you're going to Make yes, an appointment. I okay. Will make an appointment. Okay. Because you you matter just as much as any of your kids or your husband or your business. You matter. Thank you. You matter. Take good care, okay? Okay. Okay. Yeah, what's coming up right now? I don't know. I mean, I know I matter, but I guess just to hear someone say it that really doesn't even know me. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know you, but I know you because I worked with a lot of women who have similar stories. Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of friends, I think. (laughs) You can send them this podcast, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, Jody, what are you going to take with you from our time together today? You know, I really appreciate 
having it vocalized that wherever my daughter goes from this is really out of my control. And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter whether I do good or I don't do good. I don't have control over that. Right. And you're, you're not in the driver's seat of her mental mm-hmm. illness. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. And job. I think it just takes the worry off of me making choices because if I remember that, then situation by situation that comes up, I can just make the choice that I think is best at the time and yeah, go from there. Good. Good. And, and acknowledging that makes me realize how much I do worry and how much I do need therapy and I do yeah. need to go. And yeah. I've known that for a few years. I just haven't made myself a priority. Yeah. It's time. I will do it. Okay. Thank you for taking the time to talk with me today, Jody. Thank you so much. I think it's going to help a lot of people who are dealing with the same dilemmas with adult kids and and how to balance self and others and how to take care of, you know, all of the demands of life. So thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for talking with me. Hi, friends. Have you ever thought of working with me as your personal coach? Well, I have a couple of openings for women in Utah or virtually all across the globe, and I would love to work with you. I'm a licensed therapist, and I've been specializing in women's emotional health and relationships for nearly 30 years, and I've transitioned to doing personal coaching. I love it, and I'm excited to work with you. I help women making career and life decisions, communication training, moving on after children have moved out of the home or after divorce, finding your passion in life, or creating partnership in your marriage and family. I also work a lot with faith transitions and mixed faith marriages. I'm confident that I can help you create the life you love. I can't wait to work with you. And you can use code 150OFF for $150 off priority coaching with me. Go to drjuliehanks.com coaching or email hello at drjuliehanks.com for more information. Again, that code is 150, so 150 off, OFF. thought, hey, I want to talk to Dr. Julie Hanks about this question. Well, now's your chance. I want to have you on my podcast. So email hello at drjuliehanks.com with your question and the reason why you want to be on the podcast. And we may just choose you for a free coaching session.